for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, May 7th, 2013. This is episode 81 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, Tuesday evenings, attackoftheandroids.com. That's our site. Check it out. I'm Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, we have, via the magic of Skype, Eric F. What's up, Eric? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you say this show's live? Did did I mention we're live? Live. Live. We are Hmm. currently live. Did I mention that? How are you, Eric? I think you may have. I'm good. Okay. How are good. you doing? I'm hoping your internet's going to stay up the whole show, but yeah, I'm good. We also... Hey, aren't we all? I know. Also, Seth is back. What's up, Seth? Hello. Good to be back. Good to have you back. And we got a friend with us, friend of the show, Eric Schimmelfanny. What's up, Eric? What's going on? Eric S. and Eric F. This is good. Yeah, that won't be confusing. No. Totally got it. Got it. Got it handled. This is great. Uh, we should go back and look at like the transcript when uh, YouTube does its little automatic. That's where it's going to get confusing. Yeah, <laughs> but you shouldn't. I be... think the trick is to say both of our last names together, and if you can do that, then you don't have to take a drink. <laughs> and if you can't, then you do. <laughs> Eric Schimmelfanning Finkenbanner Finkenbanner. <laughs> drink. <laughs> you fail. You miserably fail. Uh, join us on the Google Plus community. That's where we kind of post random stories here and there throughout the week. Uh, getting ready for the show every Tuesday. Uh, and it's live. Did I mention that? Attackoftheandroids.com slash live. You can watch right there with the chat room right here. See, I just typed, hi, world. And the world Amazing. saw it. I know. Technology, the right? power of the internet. Isn't that fantastic? So uh, let's see. Seth, you've been gone for a minute. So let's let you get any phones of the moments or any... Just oh anything, anything interesting that you've missed out on talking about, uh, Android. I mean, I'm sure you guys have talked the Galaxy S4 to death, haven't you? Uh, a little bit. No, no of us really were that into it, I feel like. No, I don't know. I mean, that's the problem, I think. Remember last year, Matt? You remember this. I was mad. I did my rant on the Galaxy S3. Uh-huh, and then promptly <laughs> purchased though, one yes, <laughs> shortly but, uh, thereafter. <laughs> sure, sure. I understand the hypocrisy of me buying a Galaxy S3 after I ranted about how bad it was for an hour. But anyways, um, uh, so, but remember my main critique was that I was upset that Samsung was putting more resources into software than I thought they were hardware. Right, right. and that's still a problem with the S4. If you've yeah. noticed, like, all of their big points on, like, why you should get this phone, it's all this, like, gimmicky software junk that I'm going to root the second I get it just to be able to remove it. I, that's actually what I think that's, I mean, to me, I think that what I said last year was maybe a little premature because the hardware was still good enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I still stand by my critique, but I think that it may, it was less strong because there was only the iPhone. There was nothing in the Android world that could that could say they had a better hardware than the Galaxy S3 when it came out. Right? There was, there was like nothing At else. that time, yeah, because the GeneX was getting a little dated. There was yeah, no real, so, I mean, the One X from HTC, right. but that was not 
that time. Yeah. That was a little after. So yeah, there wasn't really. Yeah. Much. So I, I think that my critique was right, uh, even back then. But I think right now it, now it's become even more pressing. And I think that the rest of the Android world is now realizing this. And I think, I think Samsung is going to suffer, not a lot, but I think they're. I think that they are going to realize. Uh, that when people hold the HTC One and they hold the Galaxy S Four, people are going to prefer the HTC One. It's just going to be hands down. It almost like, seems though that they're they no are doubt. like two different, two completely different devices. You have one like well, the Samsung stuff. You kind of get what you get with it, and it has all this gimmicky junk. But then on the yeah. HTC One, like there's just so much stuff that you can tinker around with and mess around with and tweak and and set that. Well, it's, I just think the HTC One is a beautiful device. I think everything the hardware? is really nice. Other than the ca- the hardware is beautiful. Other than the camera, which I respect what they tried to do with it, <clears throat> but it just didn't end up working as well as they were hoping it was going. I don't to. like the buttons. I don't like the buttons one bit. Yeah, no, but I mean even the like what's it called, megapixel or per pure pixel, ultra, ultra pixel, infinity ultra pixel, pixel. What's yeah. that? Ultra pixel. Ultra pixel. Yeah, I was like infinity pixel. I don't know it's what it one is. One of those. Yeah, right, whatever. The Chrome <laughs> Pixel? Uh, Wait. Yeah, no, but I think, so, I mean, you know, people were sort of excited to see what was, that was going to happen, but it actually ended up being that all it does is produce a soft picture, right? That there's something wrong. The technology they're using is interesting. It's maybe okay for low light, but it actually takes pretty crappy pictures is sort of the consensus so, that's come out. So other than, that, other than that, I think the hardware is beautiful, and it's just it's leaps and bounds ahead of the Galaxy S4. And I think that Samsung... If they weren't such a like, if HTC had, if like let's say HTC and Samsung were like even, you know, thirty seventy, I think Samsung would be really suffering this year. But because Samsung is such an overwhelming lock on the Android market right now, I think they're going to suffer less than they probably should for this. Um, so Seth, what's the main criticism of the hardware? Is it plastic versus metal? Yeah, I think it's it's plastic versus metal. It is. I mean, that's a big one, right? Um, I just, I just actually, the... frankly, think this is getting to look like an old design. Like the Galaxy S3, I like it, but um, isn't it just the metal look anywhere nearly as nice as like I was in the? Where was I? I walked into just just actually wanted to see the H one. I was in I was in Best Buy or I forget where. Maybe I was in Verizon, not Verizon because they don't have it. But maybe I was in AT and T. I forget where I was. And I walked in, just picked it up, and it's like it just feels good in the hand. It looks like it's qual- a quality device. Um. Whereas the Galaxy S3 is sort of like a big screen with plastic on the back, in my opinion. I don't think. But device, isn't that by they're... design? Isn't that metal backing absorbing signal, requiring more signal to be boosted, which is draining battery? I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen any bad marks on the metal design causing mm. an HTC One any problems with anything. I think the only problem I've seen for the HTC One is the camera. And I, I actually like the S3. I mean the. The smoothness, the the lightweightedness of the of the phone, which I have to think a lot of that is because it's it's made of plastic. I didn't I didn't really have a problem with the fact that it was made of plastic. I think people just I don't know. I think it's I think it's a mindset thing. I think that when they hear plastic, they automatically think. I think you're right, Eric. Because when I first you're right, I think because when I first got the GeneX coming from the DroidX, like it felt crappy, but yeah. it's held up surprisingly well for being crappy plastic. You Here's know? the thing: I don't. I think that the Samsung phones hold up, and I think you can't have a nice plastic. Hence the Nokia 920 and all those other you know blue phones that they're making, multicolored phones. Those actually feel pretty good in the hand. The Galaxy S3 to me is like 
I don't, I don't, you know, I never put a case on mine, so I, I carry it just, I, I don't ever put cases on my phones, or at least that's my sort of new thing. I try to use phones as they were, as they were designed to be. Um, and it slips out of my hand all the time. It's sort of, I don't like the back. I wish the back had some grip to it. I don't really like to feel the back. Mine. I, I put a case on it because the thing slips out all the time. It was yeah. always falling on the ground. I'll tell yeah. you what. My, I just went to the park to throw some disc golf with my friend. He has an S3 with a case on it. And my Galaxy Nexus, just naked, no case, was sitting next to his. And I was like, we're getting ready to go walk around in the park and throw frisbees at trees. And I'm like, man, I'm glad I don't have to carry that thing around because it does kind of look like a brick when it's in your pocket if you put a case on it and everything. It's like, uh, I, I don't know. that. I mean, so some of the design problems, you know, fall away if you put a case in the Galaxy. But then, then in my opinion, that's not good design if you're relying on a case. Whereas the HD One, you pick it up, it feels great. You don't need to put a case on it. Maybe it'll get some scratches on it, but it just, I think it's gonna. I think it looks just way better. It's got a. I mean, I guess the screens are comparable in the Galaxy S Four and the and the HTC One. I think, too, the people that have the S3 aren't getting the S4 because of the upgrade cycle. Like, I asked my buddy, I'm like, are you yeah, excited totally. for the S4 at all? And he's like, not really. And no, most of that yeah. comes from the fact that I just got this S3 like six months ago, and I have another year and a half before I can get a decently priced upgrade. Yeah. You know, Here's the problem with HTC. HTC has a relevance problem in that they're not on, they're not on Verizon. Like, I have, like, people ask me what phones to buy, and I would tell them to buy an HTC One if it were on Verizon. Why did they but shift? Because they, they used to be. My HTC Windows phone was Verizon. Well, like, they, because they have the Droid DNA. So they didn't want another line of... Probably. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's going to get there eventually, but it's not there now. I've also heard rumor... Although, so, I mean, anyways, I just think that uh, Phone of the Moments, uh, you know, is one of these two phones. And if they were me, I would choose the next... I mean, I would the choose one? The, uh, the One, right? The Over HTC the S4? One. Over the S4, I think it's beautiful. I think it's got nice hardware. Um, what do you think the of the new... Is tone, the software is nice other than Blink Feed, which you can get rid of if you don't want it. Uh, the cameras, I mean, obviously the Galaxy S4 has a, has a much better camera than the HTC One does. So I wish the HTC had a better camera. But What do you think I mean, of the new LG? That. That, that new, is it an Optimus, I think? Because that looks kind of... After we the Nexus that, 4... We, that's not the, we, no one's got their hands on that yet, right? Well, right, but it's... Just a couple leaked images or something. Um, so I, I mean, anyways, those are those are the two phone the moments right now. If if you can, I would recommend you get the HTC One. I think it's a better phone, but not by much. So if you get the the S Four, you're gonna like it. It'll be fine. It'll be a good phone for you. It's not gonna break. It's not like it che- it's not like the plastic makes it you know cheap or breakable, really easy breakable. It's just that it doesn't look as nice. Um, Eric S, what's your uh, device? What do you use since you're new on the the show? I've got here? a Galaxy S Three now, and and to be perfectly honest. I I I I hated it when I first got it. What did so you I, go I had, from? What was your I had a phone? Razor Max? Oh, a Razer Max, which I loved because it, the battery would last all sure. day. I travel a lot, so like that was really important. And were you the, stock on both devices? Well, you can't really do much on the Razer without being like super risky, right? Right. Bootloader on it, so I, I had the thing rooted at one point, and then it screwed up, and I just put it back to stock. Sure. I was running the leak build, but. That always annoyed me that I couldn't screw with it, and then I I ended up trading an old iPad for a Galaxy S3, and that's kind of a long story. But and I got it, and I was like, just before, well, let's back up. So before the Razer, I had an original Incredible, which was just unlocked, S off, wide open. I sure. could do anything, and I love that phone. And, and HTC's now, been good about that, having you know bootloaders that you can unlock pretty easily, as opposed yeah, to like a Motorola part, or or Samsung even. 
and I mean that thing was great. It had like there were a million ROMs you could get for that for that HTC. Uh, incredible. And then I just liked going back to that with Galaxy S3, and the camera's better in the Galaxy S3. The Razer is more. So what are you running? Do you say you're running stock on the S3? No, I've got I've got Cyanogen on the S3. A nightly or the the stable or what are you on? Oh, the nightly. Right on. Yeah, because uh, you know I like punishing myself. But yeah, I think you guys know my feeling. Well, if you listen to Yats, you know my feeling on TouchWiz. But yeah, why don't you share that real quick? TouchWiz, you love it. Right? TouchWiz, anyone? Um, uh, we we can't. Yeah. Who like uh, who likes TouchWiz? Anybody in here? Huh? It's the okay. most like okay. shocking. If stuff. if you go from like a Genex that's stock Android or or even Cyanogen mod, and you like mess with one of those sense or even like TouchWiz for a good example, you get so lost. Like, what is this Joker Sans Serif comic writing? Like, get out of here! Dude, did you see the the latest uh, the S4 commercial? No, the, I don't. I don't watch right. TV. So, so they got this feature in the S4. You wave your hand like the thing sitting on a table, right? Yes. And you wave your hand over it, and it'll it'll answer it. And when I first saw it, I'm like, who the hell would use that? Like, well, I know, I know. There's one friend that I know that used to go check it out. Look, call my phone. See, <laughs> and that's 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 the extent. And it's so gimmick, right? Pure gimmick. Pure gimmick. But this this guy's eating ribs, right? And he's got his phone on the table. And he answers his phone by by waving it over and he's not touching him. Like, you know, I was eating chicken wings. Right. I phone on the table, which has happened. And if, am- if you're a rude ass and you need to answer your phone while you're stuffing your face with ribs, then, hey, Samsung's got you covered for sure. That's what I was thinking. It might be an important call. You don't know. might be an emergency. So, you know. It's sort of like a know. Jedi-like quality, though. It's kind of cool. It'd be cool if it like if you could wave your hand near yeah. it and it would just magically float into your hand like the new. Uh, Here, here's the Iron only Man. thing the those gimmicky features are: it's just scaring old people. Like that's really what it's for. And I'm sorry to any old people that are listening. You know, it's just like <laughs> like if I showed my mom that, she would just like. I mean, mind blown or what? Exactly. <laughs> like oh, you know this thing. Oh, my, just wave your hand over. It's like, that's, that's insane. That is completely insane. Uh, if, Tell Grandma you're a Wiccan now, and then just back and answer my right. phone with magic. You have to light a couple candles and then Mom, make just it. just your finger over the screen, and it'll give you more information, right? I mean, you're, it's like I, I don't. That, that, Thanks, I don't so so here, here's my, my fear, though, right? So you got, so my, you know, and I, I love the custom ROMs, and, and I, you know, I'm like in the, in the phone world, I'm, you know, we're a minority, but. So you have the Galaxy S4, and you have the HTC One. Let's assume for the moment that you can unlock the phone. Right? Sure. So, uh, you can put a custom ROM on the on the S4, and you get a great camera. You know, fast processor. If it's the U.S. version, right? Because you can unlock the Exynos in the in I, the international version, or is that still true? I, I don't know which one. When you, I'm just let's just assume for the sake of this argument, you can unlock. That, okay, that, sure. Eventually, yeah. The S4, you have like a 13 megapixel camera, so you're gonna get a great phone. So, what happens when you unlock? the HTC One, you get probably better hardware, same screen, but you don't get all that camera magic. Because if you put, like, say you put Cyanogen on it, now you're down to just, what, a 4 megapixel camera with the stock Android camera app? Right, whatever right. just the hardware is, right? Yeah, I would assume that really sucks. Yeah. Unless it's a 4-megapixel, but it's got a giant sensor on it. You know? But I, I, I think what my guess is, and I don't know because I've never used the one, that there's a lot of software. So now let's also assume well, that... Well, no, they say that's their, that's, their, that's their thing, is they say their sensor size is the same as... They just make a bigger... They just have bigger uh, light... What's the, what's the what's the fucking 
bigger, not pixels, but whatever. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, it's yeah. five megapixels, but each one is like twice the size of a normal. Yeah, they doubled pixel. the pixel. It's a mega. Oh, it's like an ultra pixel, actually. So, yeah, so it's supposed oh, to take much better right. low light. It's like two pixels. Actually, they say it does. They said people are saying that it actually does take really good low light pictures, but in general, they're soft overall for some reason. No, they're no one's quite sure why. Which is what uh, happens not... after you filter your crappy low-light pictures anyway. So, yeah. okay. That's fine. But let's just assume, then, that you're not going to always be relying on your camera's smartphone. Your smartphone's camera. Got it. <laughs> uh, because you're going to have other things that have cameras in them, like glass, for instance. So then how much does that matter? You want a phone that's going to be able to power... Yeah, but isn't the glass camera pretty crappy? As well, <laughs> yeah, 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 five megapixel. But I mean, if yeah. you look at the through glass pictures that we've been seeing, and we talked about this quite a bit last episode, me and Eric went uh, back and forth with uh, Mr. Scoble's <laughs> pictures, and uh, you should say, Eric, that that picture that you uh, were referring to of him in the shower wasn't taken with glass. That was one his girlfriend took with no, her iPhone, wasn't. but it was him wearing the glass. Okay, I just didn't know if we made that clear last episode. Let's also make it clear that that's horrifying. Yeah, that's why the picture is so clear. <laughs> right. I think we made it pretty clear see last every episode. Hair but... on Chewie's body. On Chewie. Oh, Chewie. So we'll go ahead and solidify that again on this episode. It's an insult to Chewie. <laughs> that's so awesome. Uh, it, did you guys see the Glass SNL skit while we're we're talking about this with the guy from Portlandia? Oh, what's his name? Yeah, I, I love the. Hold on, I gotta reboot it. Yeah, that's so great. <laughs> it's, well, what's funny is that in the in this latest uh, Twit episode where Robert Scoble was on talking about Google Glass and, and showing Tim it off, Stevens, there was were... a point. What's that? Oh, I, I said and, and Tim Stevens. Stevens. Like two people with glass were on there demonstrating, so it was kind of cool, actually. Well, there was a point where I I think Robert was trying to he was trying to do something and it and Google Glass didn't quite you know do what he wanted it to do, and you just see him jerk his head up. <laughs> Like he's trying to turn it on, and it it like so mirrored that skit, um, which I thought was just I thought was amazing. So the skit wasn't all BS and jokes. No, I I think that it's I think that the skit is a it's an exaggeration of what version one of or maybe not even version one what the beta version of this product is going to look and look like to you know to a, a person that's not wearing it or, or experiencing it, which is kind of weird jerkish movements and maybe people muttering to themselves like they're like they're you know schizophrenic and of course that's rev one right so this is only going to get better we hope cheaper i mean technically it's like rev 0.5 exactly it's dev rev totally are you excited about that at all eric s i glass i think glass is awesome i mean there's you can't speculate what developers can do, but like right off the bat, navigation. I just spent last weekend like navigating around New York City, and it sucks walking around with your face in your phone trying For to sure. find, you know, a place. We did uh, um, it was a it was a pastor party weekend. We did uh, the the top fifty dive bars in New York City. We didn't make it to all fifty, obviously. <laughs> sure. We did find we did find all the free hot dogs though, which was great. That's amazing. And, I was using Google Navigation, and it would have been awesome. Well, there's two reasons why it would have been awesome at Glass. Um, I could have not had to have my face in my phone, navigate all around all these streets. 
and all of the ridiculous behavior that went on, I could have captured all of it. Yeah, documenting the Perfect. the evening, right? Without having to be like, hold hold on, guys, let me pull out my phone and boot my camera oh, there's app. There's a lot of that. Like, hold on, wait, what did you just do that again? I mean, yeah, we got yeah. a lot of good moments. And that's awkward, had... right? That's totally awkward. Yeah, I mean, it would have been, you know, because this sounds, like, this sounds so lame. Like, what, like, five years ago, you didn't even have this option? Like, hold on, I got... I, you know, this isn't fast enough. Oh, hang on. Uh, all right, now I'm ready. You know, that would just be so great to be able to tap my Or temple. Do you remember the disposable camera craze that when everyone had, like, those crappy disposable cameras? And they were like, here, hold this, take a picture of us. Like, you used to have to do it like that. Yeah, and, and they were, like, they were film. They film? Were film. I know. Film. Oh, gross. Do you remember yeah. film? You had to, like, go to Walmart to get it developed, and it was the worst, especially if you had a... How did you say questionable pictures on well, right. on the That's, roll? I was just thinking that. Then you had to think about what was on the camera. It's oh like, yeah, digital 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 photography has made <laughs> has made that thing whole so much more personal. Now, like you could take pictures of whatever because you're not gonna have to rely on somebody else to to see them. Yeah, which is and, quite handy. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about glass. I mean, from what I've read, there, there's some things they definitely need to work out. I mean, it, it sounds like when you're recording video, it lasts like 30 minutes, and the thing the battery's toast. And if you're heavily using it, you get a good like five hours out of it, and it's toast, which is right. not surprising because that little piece is so tiny. I can't imagine. But if you get a well, in the battery, didn't they say it was on the back behind the ear? It's that big yeah. part there. But if you get a, a version to develop so that you can create something on top of this platform, you're probably not going to be spending a lot of time in the camera and everything. So I don't, I don't think they really focused on making that stuff matter yet because this is a developer release. And they want – they're like, don't, don't like waste time just taking pictures. Like build something on this now. That's why you shelled out $1,500 for this yeah. plastic prism, you know. Make so, so what else? What what could we build? Like, if we could just build it, and make it happen. I want to see an Ingress Intel map in there. All right, right. I, I don't know. I, because of the last attack on the Androids, I actually downloaded an Ingress and I requested a, a, a beta. Do you want an invite? I have two now. That would be fantastic. I, so what is it? I mean, it's an augmented reality game, but that's about all I know. Yeah, you basically your phone is this scanner and it shows portals and you hack portals and then you build links and links become fields and fields cover ground which is mine units and whoever has the most is winning at that time. It's a game that never ends, obviously. I mean Yeah. But so like, work, there's like, a bunch of us have... here locally that play it now. There's I just like started playing again over the weekend and there's like more and more people. And I read that IO Google I.O. is going to have a couple of big uh, Ingress games happening there. So they're giving uh, Niantic Labs, is who, who does it, it's Google Venture thing, they're giving everyone invites that is going to I.O. because they're all going to need it. But, yeah, it's, huh. uh, it's, it's interesting. You, you have to just kind of see it. Like, it's hard to, to explain. But, yeah, you basically just walk around with your phone, which is why Glass is kind of made for this because if you could actually – they encourage you to like get out into the real world to play this game, but then you're still tethered to your phone and driving around pretty much. But if you could have it in your eyepiece overlaid and so you could see the actual portal where it's supposed to be, that would be cool, you know? So wait a minute, wait, but and I not knowing how this game works. <laughs> so like I, I'm just picturing like this sounds awesome. I think Ingress sounds awesome. I'm definitely gonna check it out. But I'm just picturing like going down the highway. There's four lanes. You're in the left lane going 70. You've got glass on, and then there's a portal, and it's all the way <laughs> in the right lane. 
and you're just like, you know. Right, and hopefully and people so aren't. So you slam on the brakes. Hopefully people aren't submitting portals in the middle of the I-90. You know, <laughs> they should be at in public places, statues, murals, paintings, sculptures, uh, libraries. Fire department, so, so like someone that. could put a portal on a highway. You, well, you could saying? submit them, and if they turn one on there, I think that would be pretty crappy of them. But... <laughs> oh, I see. So Ingress has to turn them on. It's, yeah, you Niantic, you submit them with the data, and then they turn them on every now and then. So yeah, we've seen a ton yeah. get turned on here. Not all of them are in the right place either. Some of them are in the middle of the road, which is awesome. Huh. But huh. yeah, I don't know. Hey, it's... so now, can Google Glass, can you like read? You can't like read like an email up there, can you? You can just read like the yeah. It said like, it had line. support. It's basically picture Google Now cards in like one eye, I guess, like overlaid. Yeah. It's that's basically it's a card. That's the whole API is yeah. all cards. From what I seen, you from from what I seen, Jesus. From what I saw, you can <laughs> open <laughs> an email, um, but by default, I mean it, the notification. Uh, part of it is just going to show you, I think, like maybe the subject line or first few but sentences. I, mean, is it, is the but I believe you have the ability you, to read an email. Is the resolution good enough where you can like look and read an email? You mean, or how do you? The only thing through? anyone said about the resolution is that it's like uh, what a twenty-five inch TV from eight feet away in your one eye. That's, but it, I don't know. I have a hard time seeing that. But maybe, and it seems like if you watch videos of people wearing it. They're yeah. they're looking up this way, and since you know both of your eyes are, you can't just have one eye looking and then the other one checking out. Like both of your eyes move, so you're, I don't know. It, that seems like it would strain after a while. Like you'd get just annoyed mm-hmm. of looking up all the time. It, it's got to work like those. Uh, you ever seen those those old like Corvettes and uh, Cadillacs had the the heads up display? Yeah, on the glass. But it's like like it it makes you. It's weird because it looks like it's right in front of you, but when you're driving, your eyes focus. Like, it's like out on the road. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you know how your eyes, like, if you're looking at something in front of you, they go like that, but the farther you look out, you know, they, they widen out. Like, your eyes stay wide. Perspective, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I think that's how glass works, and that's why you're kind of looking up, and you probably don't lose your focus when you're, like, doing navigation. I mean, my guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's it has potential. I I don't think this vis- this version is going to be all that that hot. But can we uh, can we formally request that Google send all of us a pair? So that, <laughs> yeah, that... we can review it. <laughs> it's been requested. <laughs> okay, how's that working out so far? Uh, it's absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Yep. I see no one's wearing them. I thought maybe all batteries were dead. Sure. <laughs> no, that's not this show. We're under NDAs. We can't. Is that oh. what it is? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun trying to play Ingress during IO because their servers are going to get so freaking hammered. Like it's going to be impossible. But you know, I just think it would be a, be a great app for uh, for Glass. Have you ever seen? Um, I'm going. I, I'm going to Germany on Friday, and you ever seen uh, World Lens? No. So Word Word Lens Word Lens. So you can. Um, you can do this with Google Translate, too. You can take a picture of a selection of text. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it'll translate it for you? Yeah, and that works pretty well. I, I did that with menus and stuff. But WordLens, they, and I'm, I haven't tried it in Germany yet because they, they just came out with German, but it's like an augmented reality for your camera. And you just hold it up, like, 
over signs or whatever you want, and it will translate them on the fly. Oh, it does it in real time. That's kind of cool. It does it in real time, yeah. And it's a little like, you know, you got to hold it still, but, I mean, it does work. And I could imagine in class that would be just... Well, and I, we've seen apps before we've mentioned on the show, like Layer, L-A-Y-A-R, was one of the mm-hmm. earlier uh, augmented reality apps that used your camera, and then you looked through your camera, basically. It worked a lot better on tablets because you had a bigger viewfinder, but it yep. seems like that kind of stuff was made for this. You know, like you already have an augmented. Uh, Wikitude is another one that, that's kind of cool. And it just, you can check different things that it'll feed into it, like where Twitter people are or YouTube stuff, like just kind of crap like that, you know. But th- it seems like it has a lot more potential if you're not having to walk around holding this giant device in front of your face. You know? Right. So uh, it always cracks me up when I see people out, like I was walking them down Times Square and it's like the amount of people that are walking around with like tablets taking pictures and it, it's, it cracked me up. Like people walking around Times Square holding a 10 inch iPad. Oh yeah. As their camera. There was a meme going around a while ago. It was like concerts back in the sixties and everyone was holding lighters and it was like the nineties and everyone was holding phones. And then it was like, 2013 and everyone had tablets up it's so ridiculous yeah i started finally i don't really read books on my tablet like i have a nexus 10 and i've just i like paper books i i just i don't know i have a bookshelf and i like i like the paper books but i was i was bored the other day and i was looking around uh in play books on the store and i saw that Mary Roach's new book, Gulp, was out, and it was kind of cheap. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to try this out. And uh, I got to say, I got the Oatmeal's Dog Book and the Cat Book, (laughs) and those are, like, playbooks. They have it down. Like, I can read on my Genex, and it'll ask me if I want to catch up to where I was on the tablet. And, like, it, it keeps it synced through. I have, like, three devices that I'm constantly switching between. And it keeps yeah. them all synced right up to where you were. And I don't know. The experience yeah, you... of reading on it, it's, it's, I, I'm liking it more and more, but now I'm mad that I don't have books that I have in my bookshelf on my tablet because then it have wants you, tried... you to repurchase them. And I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks. Have you tried the Kindle app? No, no. I just started. This is literally the only e-reader I've, I've messed with. So. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a lot of the same functionality that the Kindle app has. Um Eric got a Windows 8 blue screen of death. Can we just call attention to that real quick? Eric, are you back? That was the most disturbing blue screen of death I think I've ever experienced. Why are you running Windows 8? That should be the first question we're going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> on what? What, do you, what? what is it on? 13.04. Eric, you're not even coming in now. Probably the same reason why. Eric? Eric? Hello. Turn your volume up, Eric. Okay. So. It never goes to the right microphone. There you go. Unfair. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Eric. Okay, so. Why is everything breaking? Because you're running Windows 8, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, what I was trying to, I was trying to unmute myself and I accidentally hit the start video on Skype <laughs> and it blue screened and it wasn't the regular blue screen. This was like the, the coloring was like the nice soft, like Robin's egg blue of windows eight. Nice. And it said, sorry, we experienced a problem. Colon, like the, the little frowny face made with the colon. <laughs> it, I, I'm, 
That's amazing. Yep. That's you know what that's that's attack the androids, folks. That's that's how it goes. That's just how it goes. <laughs> so sorry. Continue. Oh, that's all. I just wanted to mention that I I've never experienced Google Play with books, and I gotta say it's actually pretty cool. I read this you know, short story Mark Rusinovich, the guy that wrote Zero Day and Trojan Horse, uh, he had up there for like ninety nine cents. Uh, it's it's kind of cool. I dig it. You know, I always try to tell people when people you know because a lot of people ask me like where should we buy our uh, media like books or music or movies. Movies is the one that's the hardest. But I try to Don't tell people to not buy ones like I certainly I tell people never to buy things on like the iTunes store, right? Always buy it on Kindle because you ever want to change platforms. And for books, you can buy, um, you can change a platform from you know either Android to Apple or Apple to Android or to Windows Phone or BlackBerry. Uh, um, There's a good DRM rule. You go with the least amount yeah. of well, DRM and, even, possible. Even though Kindle has DRM, it's it's cross-platform. I mean, it's available everywhere. Like, basically, everything has the Kindle app available for it. So right. I think that's a good thing. The problem is, is when you start getting into things like movies, there's not a good movie solution right now, other than maybe Netflix or something like that. But why are where... you buying your movies? Why are you wasting well... <laughs> hard drive space storing movies? Yeah, but people but people ask me if, like, if they're going on a road trip where they don't have access to the Internet or if they're going on an airplane or something like that. Um, and even if, if you want to say, you know, airplanes have Internet, they're, it's pretty crappy internet you don't want to rely upon that well if you're on an airplane you just do what eric finkenmere does and snuggle up to a book in the twilight series i mean that's there's your whole <laughs> flight right there right <laughs> yeah but i just mean Jacob. uh i mean like a- a- android what i actually recommend people do if they have android phones now is just rent it from the play store because you're only paying three bucks you're not investing in you know I mean i actually like the idea of renting so that you're not getting locked into an ecosystem Whereas, you know, I feel like pe- people who own Apple devices, Apple really tries to get you to buy the fourteen ninety nine, whatever, whatever, and then you're stuck and you can never watch it anywhere else other than an Apple device. Um, there just needs to be a good there needs to be a good solution for movies like there is for Kindle right now. If people who want to own them. Let me tell you what they need to do for movies. Okay. I had a situation the other day. I wanted to watch a movie, so I have I have an Android phone, I have an iPad, I have an Apple TV. MacBook, FPC. Okay. I want movies. I have this app on my iPad, so I don't do movies through iTunes. Like, like even if I rip them, I have an app that you, you plug it in. It's called uh, uh, Cine, Cinemagic, Cine something. Anyway, it's one of those apps where you can just drag files into it, and iTunes and it will play them like in any format. It's basically VLC. It's kind of like a knockoff of VLC. That's how I get all my stuff in there. So what? I don't remember what the movie was. But some buddies of mine came over like, oh, we need to watch this movie. And I said, let's just go on Apple TV and buy it. It'll be in HD. We'll get it instantly. Whatever. It wasn't on there. So I go over to Netflix. It wouldn't play or I couldn't find it in there. Moral of the story is going on torrent websites, Boom. I was able to have it in like eight minutes. Right. It was beautiful quality. And it's like I'm willing I'm willing to give people my money. I will I will pay I will pay no, my so no Eric, Eric, isn't that the ideal situation? Is you have Netflix and then you have your private ILT torrent site account, and if it's not on Netflix, it's on the torrent site. And I tried, but dude, just just give me like it just sucks. It's like oh, Warner Brothers is on this, and I don't I don't care who what studio made the movie. Just give me the movie, right? I'll and if you, you look at the framework of it, it is built for this. You know whose servers never go down. 
torrent site. You know why? Because we're all serving. Like yeah. Apple, when it releases up, I mean, you always see these big downloads like, all right, here's the day it comes out. Everyone go get it. And then the server's dead. You know, if that was on torrents, it would only get faster the more people it downloads. So I don't see why they don't adapt that sort of protocol to their distribution when it's here and it works and everyone's been using it. And it's, it's, can I, can I just say that I, I really, I agree with you. And I also appreciate that you turned this conversation from me stealing movies to how torrents are a to me stealing movies. Yeah, no, it's totally cool. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, even, like, Hey, if, Eric, I have a question. Did you even look at the Google play store? I didn't because I, I have no way to get it to my TV. TV. That's the problem. HDMI yeah. out from a tablet or phone? I don't know. Can I do that from the, the Galaxy S3? Yeah, I don't know either. Does the S3 <laughs> have... If the S3 has HDMI out... I don't... I mean, it's got the micro USB in the bottom, but, like, that, mm. that also... It doesn't... I would do it. Like, okay, I'm the guy that would do that if it had... <laughs> but, but doesn't it seem kind of ridiculous? Like, oh, hold on, guys. Yeah. Let, me, let me plug my... Okay, here's the here's where I see the problem with that. Okay, this does not have an HDMI out, but if it did, I had a, my my razor does. Okay, which is oh. uh, he totally disconnected his. <laughs> <laughs> Eric F, are you back? Yeah, I'm here. But so what I'm saying, like, if you just have a tablet that has the HDMI out, Mobo Player will play anything you download from a torrent site. Any MP4 HD 720p. I mean, like it it'll. Just play it, pipe it to your TV, and there you go. Or or a Google TV. Or a Google I TV. Mean, that, if you have which, one of those. Honestly, is is a decent it's a decent experience and, and they are fairly cheap. So hey, so Eric, you so, can buy you can play Google Play movies on a Google TV? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, why wouldn't you? That would that would be terrible oh, I, just don't, I don't i don't know so I we mentioned we, we mentioned io earlier do you guys want to talk about some do you have any predictions or ideas thoughts anything you want to see at io that's what in a couple weeks right i want to see i want to see a new nexus 7 i want to see a nexus, a nexus built 4. i want to see a motorola nexus that's on verizon that's ready when my upgrade is ready <laughs> yeah a pure nexus not this faux uh, this faux Verizon Galaxy Nexus crap. I want a true Nexus. Why is Nexus? Why is the Galaxy Nexus faux? Because it wasn't a real Nexus. It had it had Verizon crap on it. You had to root oh. it and ROM it to get it on the latest Jelly. It wasn't getting updates from Google. Right. And, better than and Google, right? if you look on the back, all it says is Verizon and Samsung. It doesn't say Google or Nexus anywhere on it, yeah. like the okay, GSM yeah, yeah. version does, which is vanilla. Yeah, anyway, it's just frustrating, I'm just saying. I'd like to see better Bluetooth support in Android, <laughs> which is it's one of the rumors. That would be Because there's, there's a lot of technology coming out now that is based on um, Bluetooth 4.0, which I think is low-energy Bluetooth. Um, Eric, can you can but, you tell me what you can you tell me what you're looking for? I guess I'm not a Bluetooth aficionado. Well, what, what the, the main thing is is that all of these um, all of these new technologies that uh, like Fitbit and um, things like that they all use uh, they all use low energy Bluetooth. It seems right. um, definitely the Fitbit Flex, which just came out a couple of days ago, and the only phones that support it um, are the S3. And I think maybe TC one and a handful of others, and that's only because those companies have implemented that Bluetooth um, standard themselves. 
It's not built into Android. Um, and additionally, I know that uh, like there were some there were some applications when I believe it was when Jelly Bean came out that used Bluetooth, uh, like tablet remote and things like that. That had a lot of problems because uh, because Bluetooth is not as well supported as it should be in the Android uh, open source project. Okay. And you would think that that would happen sooner rather than later with, like you said, all of these devices supporting it, like that, glass and, and whatnot. Does that take new radios, or does that take just new software? No, it's it's just new software. It's implementing it's implementing the Bluetooth, you know, what what would be called the stack. It's firmware. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, part, it's implementing it into the Android operating system, definitely. Oh, okay. uh, and this is one of the rumors for Android 4.3. Um, but obviously we won't know until Google I.O. rolls around whether or not it will actually happen. All right. Well, I'm excited to see Babel. I hope that comes out. I hope that's cool. You know, that's a unified messaging, you know, hangout. Ain't you heard the news? It's going to be called Hangouts, according to a source on the Verge forums. Yeah. Hangouts. Could you I just... don't know if I like that. I actually kind of like the name Babel. I, I like good. talk, and I was getting used to Babel, but I I like talk. I don't know. All right, Eric, are you back? Are you good? I'm back. I'm All back. Right. I think my Mac blue screen. Eric, did you, did, did you get an HDMI out for that Mac? Or <laughs> Eric was sharing his Windows 8 blue screen with Eric. That's nice. It it, it just it did the whole my the whole thing went black and the fans went off and <laughs> it came back on. I don't know what happened. It's That's awesome. Bad. Uh, hey, Eric, I just found out, by the way, Galaxy S3s do have HDMI out. You just have to buy the adapter. Of course. Oh, of course. Go it, buy it, the $50 it, adapter you're going to use for the next, like, six months until you get a new phone. So so here's – I don't mean to interrupt what was just going on. No, so you I go. Was, all right. So I buy something on Play Store, Apple TV, Mac, iPad. You know, AirPlay mirroring is pretty cool, you know. So – I can't get it on an Apple thing, so I want to put it on an Android thing. And I have the cable, right? So here's the situation. I put the movie on, watch the movie, everything's going well. And then, like, I get an objectionable Snapchat or some kind a of... A phone text. call? Like, you get a phone happens? call from the ex? Like... <laughs> well, what happens? Is it... Is it, it I've never... Honestly, I've never used... Uh, you wave uh, your hand, now. Eric. You wave your hand over the phone. You say, ignore. <laughs> Ignore like this. Time out. Ignore. <laughs> I, you know, I, I have a, I, I have a, I won't tell the story because there's no way I can do it. This, this G rated. But, but I mean, seriously, like when you do HDMI out on an Android device to a TV, is it just a mirror of your screen on the TV? Yep. I've never done it. Yep. It's okay. just, it's, you see what is on the screen, basically. So then you you play, like, like when I do it, I use, like, Mobo Player to play an MP4 or whatever kind of movie. Or if you're playing video games, you can put them on the big screen. And you can still see it on there, but if you hit full screen, then you'll see it on the TV, like, fully. You won't see your home uh, buttons or anything like that. Yeah, so if you've got your, your text set up to pop up, you know. Oh, for sure. That- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It depends on the app, though. I think Mobo Player's down with that, and it has an option that you can say, "Don't bug me. I'm watching a movie. Don't be rude." You know, and, and I like, I you know, I I hate to be on the you know the 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 analness of Apple in with stuff like this. Like AirPlay works really well. Like, 
and and they they take care of stuff like that, like notifications not popping up on your external screen and things like that. Like that, I honestly I would throw my Apple TV out the window tomorrow if the Roku, Rock, Roku, whatever had a right. legitimate Android AirPlay mirroring, but it doesn't. I would just put if I was that worried about it, I would put my phone into airplane mode and then I would just do it. But, yeah, but you're, you're better. But how am I supposed to text during the movie? You're not. You're watching the movie. No. Don't be that guy. Don't be no, that I guy. Mean, I cannot. No, I cannot give up. He's on like know. series guide X reading about the movie he's watching. That's cool. You pull out oh, your yeah. other phone and Google chat. That's how you do it. Yeah. There you go. There's, there's no way. No, I, I can't. Like, I, I'm going to be. Listen, I'm going to be on a plane on Friday to Germany for eight hours and there's no Wi-Fi in the international flight. I'm gonna. I'm freaking out. You I'm know like, what you need? You need a tablet. Do you have a Nexus Seven or Ten? No, I've got an iPad Mini. Well, that sucks. But if you had a tablet, <laughs> you could just put movies on it and then watch them. Yeah. Oh, most yeah, no, planes no, no. have I'll, like I'll... movies built into the seats. I mean, because you want to watch the watch latest those? Rob Schneider. No, movie. he needs. He needs. He needs social interaction. I think he's saying. Yeah, no, no. The movie I got the movies. Movies no problem. Bull. I got the thing loaded up. I I got sixty four gigs, so I'll load that thing up with movies. But it's like I want to like play on Facebook. I want to play on Twitter and do all this other stuff. And and there's it's not like every time I go on, especially a long flight, and I'll like oh, I'm gonna pull up my laptop and do stuff. I'm like this doesn't do anything without the internet. <laughs> Pretty much, right? You get your Chromebook out, just angry because that it doesn't even turn on. It's like there's no internet here. I'm not even gonna turn on. I'm not bothering. I'm going to sleep. Like Does anybody Bima. have a Chromebook? No. That's a. We right, were well. looking at them and opted for the Asus 200Q, which is a touchscreen little laptop. It's kind of about the size of the Transformer Prime, but a laptop okay. that runs Windows 8 and it's got a touchscreen. And they were, I looked at the Chromebooks and it was like, it's just Chrome. I can, I have Chrome, right on Android. Like I don't, yeah, I don't know. They're Wait, lacking. Did you, say you were looking at a Windows 8 laptop? Did I? That was the only thing that was the <clears throat> other option there. <laughs> okay. But it's you know, a touchscreen you know, laptop, which makes Windows 8 a little more tolerable, I'll tell you. Yeah. yeah. A buddy of mine got Windows 8 on like a cheap $400 non-touchscreen laptop. And it's Ugh, I couldn't it's imagine not. not being able to use the screen if I had that. I would I would throw it out the window, the windows. So, so. I, and I and I, I noticed something earlier in here when when we were the other Eric we were talking about him uh, being on Windows eight and like why did you do that does this does does Windows eight I think Windows eight on a touch device is pretty good you know for for their first try I mean I, right. I think they did a pretty good job I mean yeah. I do I want it no but I can respect <laughs> what they did so but at the same time. All of us, like, we're all the guys rooting our phones so we can get the latest version of Android <laughs> and, like, all this other stuff because you want to be, like, I I will accept a bunch of teenagers throwing together a ROM, like, on... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> ...pocket-powered, like, coding sprees, and I think it's okay. And, like, I use this for work. Like, this is my business, and I'm okay with that. But I won't touch Windows 8 with a 10-foot pole, and, like, you know that the bell curve, you know, like the early adopters, like we're the early adopters. Right. Is that really bad that we don't want Windows 8? It's because we were angry from Vista still. And we no, finally no, got I 7 love... working nicely. 
No, no. I, I think Windows 7 is a... I love Windows 7. I think it's great. I do. I do really like Windows yeah. 7. It's just the adoption's not there because 7 is great and nobody has touchscreen stuff for 8 well, to work well Eric, on. did you hear about the announcements Microsoft made today? They made some some decently big announcements. Predicting? You. Are you talking about Bill Gates' predictions? No, no, no. They said, oh. they said a couple of things. They said, one, they sold 100 million copies of Windows 8. I saw this that. is the first time we've heard numbers, and they said that that's close to or in the ballpark of Windows Seven. I frankly have a really hard time believing that. Uh, I, I just don't. I, I I think people, everyone was yearning to get off of Vista or even XP to Windows Seven. Right. I don't know anyone who who cares about Windows Eight. Uh, I think well, isn't Windows, Windows XP really, like getting very Windows very very because... close to? Eric, no go Eric. Isn't Windows XP getting very close to end of life right now? Isn't yeah, the end is. of life like the end of this year or something? Oh, it's so something so, like so, so people might be freaking out saying, oh, well, I'm getting messages saying that XP is not supported anymore. They go to buy a new laptop, and then to Matt's point, here's your choice. Here's a Windows right. 8 laptop or a Windows 8 laptop. Enjoy. Right. So I, maybe that's what is you know, causing the numbers to be uh, – comparable to Windows 7 because there wasn't much of a driving force behind Windows 7 except people that were on Vista. That's true. I Vista. When we were at Best Buy, I asked, like, I want a Windows 7 laptop. And he said, there's one left in the store and it's sold. And I was like, are you serious? Like, there's, you can't. So then technically there's You literally can't get one. Yeah, you literally can't. Probably get them from Dow would be my own. Well, I'm sure if you, I'm just saying if you walk into a box store that like they literally don't have them to sell, which obviously if you're buying something, like we added one to the number, just it's the only Windows 8 device in this whole house. Like that's, and here's by force. Well, here's the other announcement. The other announcement was after the numbers thing, which again, I think Eric kind of explained that, but I still have a hard time believing them. Um, is that they announced Windows 8.1 or Blue, right? Windows Blue, mm-hmm. which is which it's service you know, which pack. they said is going to be a minor upgrade. It's, it's going to be a service this pack. Year. That's all it is. What's it's a that? service pack. Who cares? Yeah, but they said no. They they're calling. They're making it supposed to be a bigger deal than that. So they're they're saying it's going to be out this year. If listen, you can't Blue. make a bigger deal out of something that you should have fixed in your first yeah. iteration. Like you're releasing so something that's saying, look, we fixed all of our f ups. Yay for us. Like, don't be excited about that. No, so That's your bad. This is going to be making... I think they realized that they actually needed to make an uh, operating system for a computer and not an operating system for a tablet. So my guess is that Windows Blue is going to be like... It's going to bring back the start. It's bringing back the start. The start Well, screen. even more than just a start menu, but just the ability to function without touching your laptop. You know, like you said, Matt, you almost need a, a touchscreen laptop, which I think is... Sort of now the consensus about Windows 8 is that it, it's absolutely terrible of any, on anything other than a touchscreen laptop. So my guess is that with this Windows Blue, they're going to try to start making it again where you don't need a touchscreen laptop. That's for that's function. crazy that you say that because we have this other article in the rundown that is Bill Gates basically saying that iPad and Android users are going to switch to these PC tablets because the users are all frustrated at the limitations of their iPad and Android devices. I don't think that's true at all. I don't think so either. And he says I, that I, they're going to look to move that. towards the Surface products rather than... I'd much rather use my Android device than, uh, than the Surface. But I don't know. So, so I, I've, got, I've got a theory. I was thinking about this when I, when I saw it on the list. So, so I have an iPad, and I find it really frustrating to do real 
work on it, like editing documents, editing pictures, because it's like, I mean, I think. But did you buy it for that? You have to know that buying it, you don't, you're not like, I'm going to run Photoshop on this. You're like, you get Photoshop touch and that's it. You still would like it. But but Matt, he still would like it to do those things, maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. I'd like my phone to do everything and drive me to work. That's not going to happen, you know. Like, <laughs> I I bought the iPad well for a couple of reasons. I I I do like having both things. I like having Android stuff and and Apple stuff, and mm-hmm. I do social media and PR. And the app that we have is only on the iPad, so I kind of had to have that. Plus, I want it. It's on my data plan because I travel all the time and I carry it with me, and I'm on Verizon. So the only tablet I could get on it, the only good tablet I could get was that. So there, there's right. that. But what, so, and I also do the SketchUp stuff. So like the Surface Pro is really appealing to me because it can actually run SketchUp. It can run real Windows applications and it's a horrible thing. But it's like you took this big form factor and you squished it down into something that, it, I mean, it works. I've used one. It's okay. But it, the battery life kind of sucks and mm-hmm. there's some limitations. But then, like, the iPad's coming from the, the other direction. It's like you took all these, these, these phone apps, these really simple phone apps, right. they're watered, very watered-down version of everything, and you brought them in to the iPad, which also makes a frustrating experience. I think the winner right. is whoever's going to have that, like, that. we're in, like, this convergence period. Well, what about me and Eric keep drooling over that Asus AIO? Like, that's a cool, I think that's a cool device. And if you can boot Windows to do what you want to do in Windows and then boot into Android, like, it seems simple that you could do both of those things. See, see I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's the, it's the platform. It's, it's the apps. Like, like the iPad is, is a pretty, you know, it's a pretty powerful piece of hardware. And if Apple opens up some APIs and, and makes it so you can, you can really make, like, real desktop-powered apps on it, that can be the go-to tablet. If Microsoft figures out a way, like with Windows 8, to make tons of Metro apps that are really good, that could be it. It's like you've got to water down the desktop or make mobile apps way better, and they're both doing this, and it's like whoever hits that that sweet spot in the middle first is going to be the winner. And it's kind of hard to I, to me. It's kind of hard to tell. Well, here's be. the here's the thing. I, I actually have an opinion. The winner is going to be the mobile apps because right now, if you look at like what you what do you actually use on your desktop PCs? You mean like we don't like I guess other than maybe. Um, I'm recording this show on a desktop PC on XP, you know. Yeah, no, 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 no. But you're, but that you could do all of that. Well, maybe you couldn't. Maybe I could run my software. mixer into a sound card that's in a tablet. I'm sure. I mean, you could go USB external sound card. There is a way to do it, but it would be so kludgy. Yeah, I guess you're right. There are still are some of these powerful apps, but it's all need. hardware stuff. Like any, you know, that's that's all hardware. No, it's it's about it's about what they're coded in the programs. Like for instance, I was thinking about why I wouldn't just switch to. I mean, if I got like a Transformer Infinity or something, that you know what I mean, the one with a nice screen on it. Um, you know, the reason is is because I don't know. I mean, like I want a laptop and I want to be able to play Steam games on it or PC games. You know I mean even like or something like that. Or I want to. But then I also have a ton of games on my Android. Anyways, I'm just trying to think. It's it's interesting where that's going to. Well, convert. I think Bill Gates might have a point here. Um, because I, you know, I used to think, you know, the same as as Eric, which is that it's it's not necessarily about the platform; it's about the apps. But 
to a point, it is also about the platform, uh, especially when you think about it from a from a business or a corporate sense, because not every business is looking at bring your own device. I, I believe I heard some statistic that indicated that it was more like half of businesses are looking at bring, bring your own device and the other half is not. So, you know, in my last job, for example, um, I was issued a laptop and the laptop was my computer. I brought it into work and I put it on a dock and that was my work computer. And then I took it home in case I needed to do work, you know, like if I if I was on call or something like that. So. I can I can totally see an IT department saying we could buy this person an iPad and also buy them a computer or we can get them a Windows Surface Pro with a with a nice keyboard dock and, and that just becomes their that becomes their device. And at that point platform is important because it's you're only supporting one platform and the user only has to learn one platform and it's the exact same experience. I I think that I think that there is some there is some validity to the argument. Maybe you know I don't know exactly how much, but it's definitely we we shouldn't discount it that uh, Windows Windows 8 and all this stuff is doomed to fail, and that iPod, iPad and Android are going to rule the world. But Eric, what are you what are you going to use for your phone at that point? Then do you stay in the ecosystem and go with your Windows phone, or do you venture out and get an Android phone or an iPhone or a BlackBerry it, Z10? <laughs> On a on a personal on a personal device level, um, you know that I think it's up in the air. From a from a corporate level, I don't think necessarily that you have to have you know just because I have a Windows Surface Pro, I don't need to have a Windows Phone. But the from Microsoft's point of Eric view, is saying, from What's my, that? from Microsoft's point of view, that's exactly what they want, though. Well, yeah, because they make, want that actually money. make the most. But that sense. doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing. Yeah, but one thing that makes them, I mean, here, my, my, my issue is, I mean, I don't want to buy the same apps on three different systems. I don't want to buy, do you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. You don't want to have to rebuy your books because. This is, why, this is why I'll never buy, like right now I actually want to kind of buy a tablet with a nice screen. So when I'm reading, anyways, PDFs for my dissertation, I can just like sit here and read them. And I've got the Nexus 7, but I feel like the screen's too small. So when I try to highlight, anyway, you guys didn't know this. But I, I've been look, I'm looking at a nicer tablet, and uh, with a nicer screen, and I'd be tempted to buy the iPad, but I don't want to because I've invested hundreds, of, probably hundreds of dollars in apps Seth, on the Android store. Seth, I'll tell you, from Play reading store. Playbooks on the Transformer Prime and then going to the Nexus 10, the text is like a book on the 10. And it looks crappy. No, no, I, I'm actually thinking of the Transformer Infinity, but I'm not sure yet. But I'm I'm just saying, like that there yeah. is like a big difference in if you're using it for that purpose, and that's I noticed. I know. Playbooks does that, like highlighting and note taking and all that, but it but, just uh, looks cleaner, like on on a screen on the Nexus Ten. Yeah, right. For but sure. I'm saying, but Eric, if you think about it, like if I could buy, if like honestly, here's the thing: if I could buy an Android phone that uses the same apps as my Android tablet, that uses the same apps as my Android computer. Right, that then can play Steam and can also maybe. The problem is, is like the really powerful apps like Photoshop or Lightroom or things like that. You know what I mean? Or whatever your standard. That, that's the problem. Is the the convergence doesn't yet happen for Android on the high. Well, end. check this out. Since you mentioned that, we did have a story about Intel wanting to start supporting Android on these desktop PCs. So. Would you see a port of Photoshop on that then and not just Photoshop Touch if you had the hardware to run 
Photoshop? Yeah, was... I would start buying. I think I would totally move away from Microsoft. 100%. That would completely close the circle of that ecosystem yeah, problem I you're would. talking about, I, for right? For me, it would, yeah. That's perfect. So that's kind of interesting. And it makes sense because then for developers, you could have... Anyway, you just learn one... I mean, I don't know, because you learn two maybe instead of four, right? Which is the other reason why I think things like BlackBerry and Firefox OS... And what's the other one that Eric and I were arguing about? That Linux OS or whatever? Ubuntu Touch. Touch. Ubuntu Touch. Like, I think those things are dead. But honestly, if you learn one UI, you can figure out all of them. If they're all touch, they're all going to operate in the same No, I know, but I'm just talking about if you buy movies and you learn one and you have apps and you've invested in it, and I just think that those systems are dead in the water. Eric, your rebuttal? My rebuttal? Eric. Eric, I'm just going to say Eric. You figure it out. Go, go, Eric. You know, I, I, I agree, but I still think it's anybody's game. I, I, Microsoft has got to, they've got to water down what they do to make it mobile, but still make it as powerful. Like, they need to fix Office, right? You use Office on a, on a Surface, and it goes into, like, yes, like Windows 7 mode, which isn't the best thing to touch. You know, they, like, need to make a Metro thing. But I think I think they were kind of smart in not doing that because Office is a big deal. And if you were like, we're going to water down Office and make it like, like Pages, right? Use Pages on the iPad. It is a watered-down version of Pages on Mac. And, if, and that's well, not a of how much on people complained. They were able to get away with that and, and numbers and Keynote and all the other things. If Microsoft did that, they would have a revolt on their hands. But at the same time, like using Office on a Surface kind of sucks. So whoever gets there first, like if Apple steps up pages and keynote numbers and makes them awesome and super desktop powerful on an iPad, but all gestury, they might be the, the next one see, there. Here's the difference that I see. The problem that Apple has is that they, uh, well, okay, let me, let, me, let me say this differently. The problem that Microsoft has, I'm going to start with them, right, is that they don't have developers, uh, so it doesn't. Like they maybe can fix Office, but they have to. They're having to actually pay developers to be like, "Hey, well, let's give you a thousand dollars. You build this app," but they can only do that so long, right? Like they can't. They can't. Whereas Android and Apple, um, Android used to have this problem, but now you start seeing, you know, apps always come out now on Android and Apple. There's hardly ever just there aren't many Apple only apps. There may be a few of them, but they're seldom now. You hardly ever see it. There's actually so now some really high-profile Android-only apps. Um, that never used to happen because Android has now taken over the dominant market share uh, in the world, and then in the U.S. too, I think, is dominant market share in the U.S. Um, but but Windows Phone has none of that stuff. They don't have any of the they don't have any of the momentum. And so while even if they were to fix you know themselves, they don't have the user base to bring in the developers, to bring in the apps, to bring in the people. I think my, I think Microsoft is in a is in a losing game here. But yeah, I mean, and and I mean, they they got the they got the chance to, you know, Apple and Android or Apple and Google got the chance to to start from scratch, right? And they were able to make something really cool, and and Microsoft didn't have that luxury. They had to pivot, and they didn't pivot quick enough, right? Yeah, and and I mean, and to, you know, honestly, I mean, Windows is a huge. I mean, Windows makes them a lot of money, but Windows is a big boat anchor to drag around too, because like Google just, they, Google had nothing, and they said, "Oh, we're going to do Android," and right. they just got to make it from scratch. And Apple, you know, are, did the same thing too, because they didn't say, 
we're going to bring anything over from the Mac to the iPhone when it first came out. They just said, nope, it's all brand new. And there wasn't even apps on it when it came out. So they got to start from scratch, which was a huge leg and, up. I mean, and Android was pretty terrible at the yeah. beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really was. Anyone that has a G1. Until Froyo, right? Even, even Donut was pretty bad. It was, like, uh, for me, I mean, I, I think after Gingerbread, it was like, all right, this is starting to get, you know, a little more mainstream, a little more legit. But... Yeah, well, Froyo was decent, but then... Froyo was decent. wasn't... Yeah. But before that, it was terrible. The design um, wasn't there, is what it is. Froyo, it yeah. was all boxy, and it it wasn't... It wasn't... But Froyo, you could do everything you wanted to do in Froyo. It just didn't look Yeah, like exactly. Nice. Exactly. All right, we got to uh, wrap this up. Eric F yeah, has to go, so uh, let's do some app picks, and that will be it. Eric F, since you have to go first, give us your app pick. Sure. Uh, my app pick is AntennaPod, and, and it's it is a podcast catcher. Uh, you know, we've we've talked about a lot of them on the show. Uh, this one is uh, it's free i believe it's open source so that's kind of cool um but i like it because it's it's just very simple beyond pod's great but this you know i can just go in and just immediately okay this is what i want download and then that's it so if you're looking for something a little bit more lightweight and especially something that's free in comparison to you know what's what's beyond pod like 4.99 it was like 6.99 when i bought it back in the day yeah so there you have you have AntennaPod. It's another option now that Google Listen is dead. <laughs> Google Listen. Those bastards. <laughs> How could they kill Google Listen? Oh, with the same bullet they killed Reader with, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we, we all know Listen was dead long before they killed it. Listen was dead when it stopped updating my podcast feeds. <laughs> all right. <laughs> exactly. Er- Eric, it's, it's good to always Skype you into these Hangouts. Uh, have a have a good night at work. Thank you. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, Eric. See you later, Bye, Eric. How was that call? I like that Skype cares enough to ask. Okay. Uh, Seth, app pick. Yeah. So my app is called Data Sync. Well, so there's actually this kind of confusing because there's three apps on the store. There's Data Sync, Data Sync Plus, which is a which is a like the upgrade, and then there's Data Sync Beta, which is so. Let me let me first describe what these are. I was looking for a place. I talked about this the last time I was here. I was looking for a way to sync game saves across all my devices. Um, which interesting note, Rovio today announced that they're going to have accounts so that like, their if you log in their account, then it'll sync your stuff across all. Devices, right. We mentioned that last week that certain game developers have their own clouds that they right. use. It's just Rovio not one just unified one. But I actually think. Google should be doing that on your Play account. Right. So I think Google should just be doing that heard, automatically. There, there's some rumors. I was reading on Droid Life today. There's some code somebody uncovered that that might be a thing that's unveiled at I.O. Yeah, well, they should be. They should have been doing that for years. Yeah. It's so dumb that they don't sync across devices. But so what's, what this device does is this allows you to upload a drop to box.net or Dropbox or whatever. But it's important for me because box.net because – you know, there was had those 53 gigabytes of storage like a while ago if you signed up for Box.net. So I think pretty much everyone who follows the show and who has an Android device probably has 53 gigabytes of storage on Box.net. Yeah. So um, the nice thing was is it takes your games uh, and it all you know one device will upload them all, and then you hit sync, and then it'll upload your other device, and then it'll let you choose the ones where there's a conflict, like what direction, right? So 
if um, you upload, you know, you're playing a game, like I just did this, you know, I played this game called Devil's Attorney. That might be my chat, my pick next week. It's a fun little game. And you upload it, and then um, somehow, I'm not quite understand sure how it all works, but it, sometimes it asks you if there's a conflict, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes, but it's never gotten it wrong for me. And then I go on my tablet, and it goes, do you want this to go up or down? And I hit down, and then it syncs it all device to my tablet automatically. And I can do it game by game, or I can actually pick, like, a, you know, fit, I can choose whatever apps I want it to sync. And it'll actually do more than games. It'll sync any app you have. So you're you're so. having to go in there and tell it, like, here's the game save files, or do you just tell it this is the game, sync Yeah, here, all I'll, show, of... I'll show you. Yeah, you just, you just say here's the game. Oh, okay, that's cool. And so, so like, uh, whoops. So I actually have a list. I have a, well, you probably can't see this, but, you know, I have a thing called games. I just click that. And then it syncs all my games. Or I have a thing, or you can go to individually. If I just want to do one, then you can go to individually. Right. Well, that's and pretty just cool. Sort of, it's just one of these, you know, swipe through whatever game you want it to sync. And then it'll sync that game up the box. And then you go on your tablet or whatever, whenever you want to play it. You know what I mean? And then you just sync it down, and then it'll be your game saved. No, there's a few problems. This is still in beta, and the guy just released a brand new backend or something. So it's still some kinks. And he's he's actually been releasing stuff every day. There's been an update for this app every day in the last like week, and he's very accessible on Google Plus. So if you have questions, he answers, and he's really seems like a really that's cool. That's cool. You should uh, try and get him on the show. Maybe that's... I think he I think he probably would come. He solved the problem. You like with, I mean, man, I love been... this app. But here's here's the one thing he hasn't quite solved yet, or at least not. He he just updated it again today. Maybe it's fixed now. But apps that download packs afterwards, so you know, like giant uh, games that have like the like so for me it's Bard's Tale, right? It's got like a three gigabyte command, download yeah. afterwards. It actually syncs the whole backup, I think. So Ooh. I'm actually uploading like five gigs to nice. nice to the box, and then I'm not exactly sure. But then once you do it once, then it syncs. And so I know there's a way where he could just be syncing the game site files and not the whole backup. And I think he's still working on trying to figure out some of those kinks. Well, so. and it's doing it once because then it's only syncing the parts that changed after that right. initial upload. Right. Exactly. Right? So. I mean, so for me, that ends up not being a big deal. I just let it sync overnight. It's all up there. Well, and even it works if, fine. if you think about it, if it can monitor that and look at what changed and then only sync that and delete the rest, like if, if you could get it to do that automatically, oh, yeah. that I'm would sure be key. I'm not sure what he's doing it. But, so right now, it's not perfect, but I've been, it works. Uh, you can eventually get everything to work. I'm really happy with it. I like playing my games and having my game saves saved. And it does, the thing, it's a backup too, right? It's another backup, so all your game saves are backed up on the or backed up on the cloud. That's cool. Um, it's it's a beautiful. It's actually pretty beautiful. It's well designed. It looks good. Um, and right now it's free. I th- I'm sure once it's out of beta, he'll start charging you for it. But uh, unless Google kills it by <laughs> Google I/O, like Eric was saying, and possibly having some sort of better solution than this. Um, exactly. But it's a great app. Right on. And we'll put a link to the proper one if you have a hard time finding it uh, in the show notes like we always do to the app picks. So, uh, Eric? Um, I just changed mine, actually. Uh, speaking of Google Reader being killed, uh, Feedly. Anybody use Feedly? Yeah, we already oh. picked that. So go back to your other pick. <laughs> All right. So, well, my other pick was uh, – so I'm on a custom ROM, and, uh, and um, I like a – you know, the pattern lock. I like a delayed pattern lock. You know, about ten minutes, and it goes back on. So I use Widget Lock, so I get the nice lock screen, real simple. Got a battery life, little uh, you know. Grab your camera, 
You can do it all widget locker, and it still goes with the delayed pattern lock, which I really like. So you can have like, like I, what am I trying to say? Let me explain this properly. You can set a delayed pattern lock in Android. So if your phone is locked for more than 10 minutes, you have to put in a pattern or a pin code to unlock it again. But if you unlock it before the 10 minutes, you don't get a lock screen. You just go right to, right to your home screen. Right, and right. I want the lock screen because I want the little quick swipe to Google Now and to my camera and things like that. So Widget Locker allows me to still have a lock screen um, and and also have the 10-minute pin lock. So, right. Yeah, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. And widgets on there and things like that. So I, it, And it's, it's a really well-built application. It's been updated for years now. And it works really well. So there's my app pick. Good deal. Widget Locker. All right, I got uh, just a, a cool puzzle game I've been kind of playing on the tablet. And honestly, this looks like crap on the Nexus 10, so I hope they update an HD version. Uh, but it looks decent on the Prime and the phone. It's called The Room. It's by Fireproof Games. Uh, I think Eric mentioned that this was maybe a port of an iOS game. It I, is. I don't know. Yeah, it was like one of the best-selling games is of iOS. So I got so stuck in it. Like, I, I installed it, and I was like, oh, trying to find new app picks and whatnot, and... I started playing it, and, like, I got sucked in, uh, like, three hours later. I'm still trying to figure out this puzzle box. It's it's pretty cool, but, yeah. It's called The Room. Check it out. We'll put Is it just it. one room? Uh, it's, as far as I've made it, it's like a room with this freaking <laughs> box safe puzzle thing in it that you're trying to go around. Do you make progress, or is it the sort of thing where you feel like you have no chance you of, like, solve? It? Yeah, like, it kept me in, uh, like, I made enough progress to where I was not throwing my tablet out the window, but it's 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 hard to explain. It, the closest thing I can, like, think of is the Hellraiser puzzle box. It's like that. It's a virtual puzzle box, and you have to find these clues and put in these codes and figure out all this weird stuff, and it unlocks parts of this box. And once you solve the whole box, you go to the next room, I guess. And then uh, it looks, I mean, like the, yeah. Yeah, tablet. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the Nexus 10, Matt? Yeah. Okay. You like that? I love it. I wish everything worked on its nice screen, though. So I'll show you where I'm at because I did Why doesn't it work? kind of stuff. Well, because it's such a high-res screen for a tablet, certain things just look crap. Most websites in Chrome look like crap. Because they're not, it's, there's too many pixels, maybe. But I don't know. Play books, like I was saying earlier, books look like books. Like, it, it's good for that, but. So here's, here's this, this puzzle thing. So this is the next room, I guess, I'm in. And there's a top to it, and there's this. And around each one of these panels is a different puzzle that you have to figure out. And you can, like. Double tap. Oh my gosh, and, that sounds and so tap not stuff. like my type of game. It, it's. <laughs> I don't usually like games like this, but it's kind of cool. And then you can turn on this lens and see hidden ghost stuff, like blood smears on the wall. And I don't oh, know. It's cool. it's called the room. So if if you play it, you'll know what I'm talking about. And it's a port of an iOS game. I guess I didn't know that. I don't have an iOS device, so maybe it is. Oh. Maybe I'll, uh, you know, not to be blasphemous here, maybe I'll have to download it from my iOS. <laughs> maybe you should throw it on that there. Yeah, it is. The Room, iTunes, one ninety nine. You should get hey, it. Eric, I heard a rumor that, uh, do you have the iPad Mini? I do. I heard they're coming out with a, with a, like, a high-res screen of that this year. You know what? I, I'm, 
I just I want to get rid of this thing. Like I yeah. just want an X7. I really do. Yeah. Badly, but this has a camera on the back, which I actually use a lot. That's why, why I'd go ten. You're one of those people. <laughs> That's why I'd go ten. Go Nexus ten. Seven. I don't know. The Nexus ten has a rear camera. Yep. Front and. But at the, at the... But, I, but I can stuff this in my pocket. I, I can so, stuff yeah. this in my backpack. So whatever. <laughs> well, I love right. the Nexus Seven, so, man. It's so, great. So my my use case is, and it's a weird use case, but I do a lot of trade shows and a lot of traveling. So having a seven-inch tablet, and I do a lot of social media. So like pictures are really important. So Galaxy camera, awesome for that. iPad with a data plan and a camera in the back, awesome for that. You know, and it's like, I'll kill, I'll go to a trade show and like I'll do live coverage and I'll kill three devices in a day. And that's like running around with an extra battery and like, like, you know, plugging in the outlets whenever I can, you know, and, and honestly, the iPad is the only thing that makes you the day because the battery is really good. Yeah. It, it, it does, I hate to admit it, but the iPad is pretty damn good and it does what it's supposed to do. It should. It's on like its fifth generation. Christ. All right. Well, uh, I think I think the guts of this thing. I think this is an iPad too on the mini on the inside. Like I think this is pretty low rent hardware for Apple, but still it works. It's fast, and the battery lasts forever, and it's great to watch movies on, and it's got a data plan on Verizon. Steve never will let that fly. And it's low yeah, rent well, hardware. It's, yeah, and it's you know I mean what what are what are my other choices? A Zyboard or something? Is that a Zyboard? <laughs> Yeah. I like the. Why are you even worried about having data on your tablet? Don't you just tether it to your phone? Like, why would you want two data Me? plans? That's silly. Well, it's, it kills the phone. Then plug it into a cigarette lighter adapter thing. <laughs> well, I it's like, okay, it, you know, it's so funny. One of my best buddies, he's like, dude, just, just tether it. Just tether it. it uh, no. It, it, it's like, yeah, tethering, tethering works, but. I don't always have I, – I almost never have a place to plug it in. That's a problem. I'm, and I'm scared to tether to lose my unlimited data. Really? Like, I, I tether they... all day. I will just sit with my phone plugged into the thing in the truck and just have it broadcasting open Wi-Fi that's named your mom with a zero. Do you have unlimited data, Matt? Yeah. Grandfathered <laughs> in from, from the days upgrade, of long ago. <laughs> but you don't, you don't get an upgrade, Matt. I have an upgrade, and I talked to somebody that works at one of the stores, and they said they will give me an upgrade and let me keep it. Oh, you just have to ask before. nicely. I guess I've never heard that before. You have to ask nicely. Okay. And you have to ask I the could, right person. I gave up my unlimited to get this. See? I, you yeah. didn't ask okay. nicely. You're never going to have me back on this podcast again, but I gave up my unlimited data to have this thing on my data bucket. Well, then you I have been honestly, booted. honestly, I wouldn't tether either if I was you. Well, but, but here's the thing. Since I'm on the unlimited data bucket, this has an amazing battery. I can use this to tether. So now I can use any of my devices to tether. Because, uh, I mean, let's – okay. go. Galaxy S3, decent battery life. But yeah. when you're, like, on a trade show floor, like, basically live yeah. testing what you're doing, it, this yeah. is you know. Do you, have, do, you have, do you have extra batteries? Oh, yeah. Oh, I got extra batteries. I, okay, listen. Whenever I go out – like, when I was out in New York City this weekend and the phone was the only way to get around – in my pocket, I had an extra, like a like a three thousand milliamp, you know, re, like a, a external battery, uh, yep. a micro USB cord, uh, 
a USB adapter to 110 and a car adapter. And every time I'm like, hey, you guys got a, you know, we're at a bar. Like, we're <laughs> like, you guys got an outlet back there? Yeah, here you go. Plug this thing in. Give me a little juice, you know, and we're getting to the cab. Like, do you mind if I plug in for a minute? And, <laughs> but we're, we're going. I mean, we were doing, you know, we were partying from 10 a.m. until 4 a.m. So, like, and, yeah. and, like, heavy GPS use, heavy. Oh, yeah. You, know, you do what you got to do to keep it juiced, man. Otherwise, you get lost. You only get lost in New York. You might oh, never dude, come it, out. Well, you don't want to get lost in New York. So, so like, like I, I left a, I left a, not to, you know, whatever. I, I left the bar at four thirty in the morning, with this, with this, little French girl that I met, and, and she was so naive, and and so she, she was like, cute little girl, red dress, and and she just like, English was not her first language, and we go, we're all going to leave the bar. And I was like, where are you going? She's like, Oh, I'm staying with some friends uptown. I'm like, how are you getting there? She's like, oh, I'm taking the subway. And we're out in front of bar four three in the morning where people are just wandering up. Like, oh, do you want to buy some Coke? Do you want this and that? And like, <laughs> like, how are you getting home? And she goes, Oh, I have a map. And she pulls out this big paper subway map. I'm like, you put that back in your Louis Vuitton bag right now. <laughs> and, and she's like, why? I'm like, we're using this and I'm showing you where the, so like, huh? you know, I do the like, Near, nearest, uh, you know, subway stop. Subway directions, have, right? Key. I look at where it is, and then you put it right back in your pocket, and like we're walking this way. Yeah, like, you get yep. that paper meth out of here. Like you were so gonna get mugged, right? Like, and but because I had been juicing this thing all night, I had battery at four thirty in the morning. Was able to do that. That's right. You do what you got to do to make it work. All right, Eric. Thank you for joining us. Guys, no problem. Thanks we'll, for having me. We'll see you tomorrow evening for Yats. Seth, good to have you back. Eric, it's fun meeting you. Yeah, it was very good meeting you. Uh, Attackoftheandroids.com. We'll put links to Eric's G Plus and everything on the site. Matt, I'm not going to be here next week. You know that. I know that. And probably the week after that. I know that. Oh, yeah, that's right, because my wife probably gave birth by that day. Probably. (laughs) And sure, you're going to not come. That's fine. Very inconsiderate, but whatever. Hey, I'll be in Germany, so I won't be here either. Sorry. That's cool. It's totally cool. We'll make it work. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, All right. See you guys. It's Attack of the Android. It's Attack of the Android. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids, attackoftheandroids.com.